Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Since the college transfer portal launched in 2018, it has allowed thousands of student athletes to change schools and hopefully find a better fit for their career. In this episode of Who's Next, we'll be taking a closer look at some of those who transferred for this upcoming 2023 college football season. Hello again and welcome back to another episode of Who's Next. As always, I am Jordan Backus, the host of this Devi and Analytics Focus podcast, happily on the Destination Devi Radio Network. Come talk to me and find me as well as all of the other content creators over at patreon.com forward slash all gas. Hit us up and find us in the Discord. Our Discord is literally nonstop. I'll wake up and seriously see guys talking trades in our Heisman tier at 2 a.m. Honestly, they're a bunch of true sickos, that's for sure. If Patreon really isn't your thing, that's okay. We've got a free newsletter that goes out every Friday morning with content from the entire DD team. You can find and subscribe to that over at allgas.beehive.com. That's allgas.beehiv.com. I just did a quick write-up on why TCU's Quinton Johnston is not one of my guys in this rookie draft season. So head on over there to see why. As I mentioned in the quick intro, this week's episode will be focused on old faces in new places. Guys that decided to take their talents elsewhere, for better or worse. Some are jumping up to up a level to, prov- to prove to NFL teams, GMs, and scouts that they can play at a high level. Some are just trying to simply keep their career going by trying to re- revitalize their NFL draft prospectus in a new home. Either way... We'll be taking a look at some potential impact transfers for the upcoming 2023 college football season. But before we get started, let's hear from our newest and most popular sponsor, Underdog. No matter if you're a redraft junkie or a dynasty degenerate, I'm guessing your favorite time of year is draft season. Well, that's exactly what Underdog is, draft season all the time. You'll be able to fast draft against randomly selected opponents or some of our DD members in as many best ball leagues as your heart desires. 
through our partnership, Underdog is willing to match 100% up to $100 on first-time deposits. That's $100 free dollars to draft in leagues all off-season to win real money at the end of the year. Use promo code WAKEUP to receive this promo. If you deposit 10 or more dollars, you will also receive access to the Destination Devi Discord for the entire 2023 NFL season. That alone right there is worth more than you're imagining it is. So head over to Underdog and use promo code WAKEUP to receive this incredible offer. As always, let's get started with the quarterbacks. Unless you've paid no attention to college football this offseason, you probably know who number one is on this list. That's Shadir Sanders. The 6'2", 215-pound quarterback follows Dion and many other Tigers, one of which I will be talking about later, to the Pac-12 in Colorado. As a freshman, in 2021, Sanders threw for 3,231 yards, 30 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, and also held a 66% completion. He leveled up this past year, throwing for 3,723 yards, 40 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, and improved on that completion percentage, bumped it up to 71. Now, I know we can't compare FCS to Power 5, but those numbers are impressive regardless of the level you're playing at. All of those numbers are great, but also his best season PFF pass grid of 90.1 and career touchdown to interception ratio of 5 are absolutely fantastic. However, I do have two knocks against him, both of which my model does not like. His low rushing yard percentage and PFF big time throws are definitely knocks against him right now. He only has 39 PFF big time throws through two years. 2023 will be a huge year for Sanders to show what he's got. I think he'll end up probably being a 2025 NFL draft prospect instead of this upcoming 2024 class. But who really knows? If he can transition to the P5 level in a big way, the QB3 spot is definitely open. Next up, we have a guy who probably a lot of us thought would be headlining this 2023 class, and that's DJ Yongalele. He's taken his 6'4", 250-pound frame from Clemson all the way out west to Oregon State. During the time he filled in for Trevor Lawrence during his freshman season, DJU threw for 914 yards, 5 touchdowns, 8 interceptions while holding a 67 completion percentage. His 2021 was not very good, and we won't even talk about that. However, this past year, he threw for 2,521 yards, 22 touchdowns, and 7 interceptions. He really had a lot of ups and downs and split some time with freshman Cade Klubnik. And that's probably the reason he's leaving. It's because Cade Klubnik probably got the nod as starter going into 2023, and he said, I'm out. I'm going somewhere else where I can start. Some notable stats for DJU, and they're not very good, are his best season ESPN QBR of 64.4, his 6.4 career adjusted yards per attempt, and his career touchdown to interception ratio of only 2.1. Like I said, all three of those are not very good. My hope is that the change of scenery helps DJU get back to somewhat of a form that he had his freshman season and brings his confidence back. He was a very good prospect coming into college, so the talent was there at one point. Hopefully a change of scenery, going back home out west, 
all of that does something good for him. Hopefully he can follow Bo Nix, taking their talents out west, performing very well in the Pac-12, and start getting some more NFL draft buzz. Next up, we have Sam Hartman, who is going from Wake Forest to Notre Dame. One thing I will mention about Hartman is that 2023 will be his sixth collegiate season. In 2021, Hartman threw for 4,228 yards, 39 touchdowns, and 14 interceptions. He kind of mirrored that in 22, throwing for 3,700 yards, 38 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. I don't know if we can really count on Hartman being a name for the 2024 draft, but the arrival should lead to higher volumes for the receivers such as junior Lorenzo Styles, junior Jaden Thomas, and whichever tight end steps up between frontrunner Mitchell Evans or either of the four-star recruits they have in Holden Stays or Eli Raridon. We all know Notre Dame is just a tight end factory, so one will definitely break out. The fourth and final quarterback I will be talking about is Devin Leary. He's coming from North Carolina State to Kentucky. Here's a guy I know our, our guy, Scott Connor, is very happy about. Leary was talked about as one of the top potential quarterbacks in the current 2023 class. In 12 games in 2021, Leary threw for 3,433 yards, 35 touchdowns, and only 5 interceptions. 22 was not is an up and down year with some injuries, as Leary only threw for 1,265 yards, 11 touchdowns, and 4 interceptions. However, some of his bright spots for Leary are his best season PFF passing grade of 85.1, his 7.8 adjusted yards per attempt for his career, and his 3.9 touchdown-to-interception ratio. Leary looks to cap up his career in the SEC, and there's not a better place for him to do it. He steps in for Will Levis and has a great surrounding cast. Two 2025 wide receivers in Barry and Brown and Dane Key and also another transfer of Ray Davis, who was formerly at Temple and Vanderbilt. Next up are running backs, and I only have two, one of which was a well-known prospect who was plagued by injuries in the early stages of his career, and the other was a no-name high school prospect who took the Mac by storm. First up, we have Marshawn Lloyd, who is going from one USC to another USC. He's going from South Carolina to Southern Cal. At 5'9", 215 pounds, Lloyd was a former high four-star recruit in the 2020 class. He was fifth overall ahead of Jameer Gibbs, Blake Corum, and just behind Tanks Bigsby. Unfortunately, Lloyd tore his ACL before his freshman season. He started working his way back in during 2021, where he had 64 carries for 228 yards and one touchdown also adding three receptions and 44 yards. However, this past 22 season is where he really started to get going. He had 111 carries, 573 yards, which averages out to 5.2 a carry, and nine touchdowns. He also caught 18 balls for 176 yards and two touchdowns. He finally looks healthy and ready to go, and should be the starter in the high-octane Pac-12 offense at USC, with Caleb Williams, Lincoln Riley, and company. And speaking of high-octane Pac-12 offenses, the second running back on my list is Carson Steele, who is coming from Ball State and going to UCLA. 
The 6'1", 215-pound running back took the MAC by storm at Ball State. In 2021, on 192 attempts, Steele had 891 yards and 6 touchdowns, also adding 12 receptions for 157 yards and an additional touchdown through the air. In 2022 is really really where he took off. He On 289 carries, he had 1,500 yards and 14 touchdowns. He also bumped up his receiving game and had 29 receptions, 166 yards, and one touchdown. Like we talked about with Shadur Sanders, it's really hard to compare levels of competition here. In the MAC, he had a career-adjusted yards per team play of 1.74, and in 22, he had a best-season-adjusted yards per team play of 2.1. There are only two other running backs in the 2024 class that have had over a two yards per team play, and that's Raheem Sanders and Travion Henderson. Carson Steele's in pretty good company here. With the addition of Steele, Chip Kelly looks to keep his offensive momentum going after losing Dorian Thompson-Robinson and Zach Charbonnet. He also added Kent State quarterback Colin Schley, Cal transfer J. Michael Sturdivant, And obviously, they added five-star freshman quarterback Dante Moore, who will hopefully see the field sooner than later. Kelly has had high-power offenses not only in the collegiate level with Oregon, but at the NFL level with Philadelphia, and there is no reason to think that is stopping now. Steele is in a great spot to put up big numbers and make a case for NFL draft consideration. Now that we're done with running backs, I'm going to throw you guys a little bit of a curveball here. I'm actually going to wait till next week to touch on the wide receivers. There is a large list of them, and I don't want to rush to just get through an episode. There truly are a lot of high-profile names going to high-profile offenses, so I want to get into the details with each and every one. So wrapping up this episode are the tight ends. First, I have Jaheim Bell, who was one of my guys two years ago at South Carolina. At 6'3", 232 pounds, he's definitely more of a receiving tight end rather than a traditional blocking tight end. After quickly touching on him last week and talking about how much of kind of the mess of usage they used him at South Carolina last year, he's going down south to Florida State. I don't even want to talk about his 22 stats because they were using him more as a running back than an actual receiver. They saw him as their best playmaker and just wanted to get him the ball, and it wasn't good for him. So going back to 2021, he only had 30 receptions, but he had 488 receiving yards, 5 touchdowns. But what was incredible with him and what really stood out to me was his 3.67 yards per route run and 11.8 yards after catch per receptions. Both of those are metrics I look for in tight ends. As Florida State looks to push for an ACC championship, and a potential college football playoff berth, and Jordan Travis looks to put his name in the Heisman consideration and 2024 draft buzz. They need to get Bell the ball. I fully expect the 2021 version of Jaheim Bell to come back in this Florida State offense. Another receiving tight end and a non-traditional one is Sedu Traore, who is going from Arkansas State to Colorado. In 2022, Traore had 49 receptions, 628 yards, and 4 touchdowns at Arkansas State. 
but like I said with Bell, yards per route run and yards after catch per reception are something I really love in tight ends, and Traore is no different. His 1.92 yards per route run and 7.0 yards after catch per reception are very good for his position. Colorado has a lot of weapons coming in, but I think Traore will probably be one of their leading receivers. Sanders is going to get a lot of guys involved, and Traore is going to be his big man in the middle. That's it for part one of our impact transfers. Like I said earlier, I really want to get into detail with the wide receivers. Right now, I have seven big names, and I know there are a few more I'm missing. I want to dedicate one episode to them, just because I know a lot of these guys have instant impacts in their new spots. As always, you can find me on Twitter at at jordanbackus 33 and the show at at who's next ff. If you're not already subscribed to our free newsletter, link will be in the description. We already talked about that in the beginning. All of our guys are putting out great content every week, and it's free. Seriously, subscribe, read it every Friday. You need it. Lastly, our Patreon is booming right now with Ricky Draft Fever. Our Heisman chat, like I said earlier, is up till 2 a.m. talking about trades. If you need another place to talk about fantasy football, head over to patreon.com forward slash allgas, sign up for any of the tiers, and get in our Discord ASAP. I appreciate you all for listening. Until next week, be good, everyone. of the year.